Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. What? No, no, I don't want to do it. Don't let him in. I'm not playing any more Russian roulette. I've already killed Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, Scooby Doo, Mr. Magoo. Don't let him in. Don't let. Oh, God. What are you doing here, Yoda? Mm, must play Russian roulette. I must. No, I don't want to play it anymore. I never lose. Don't you get it? Everybody I've played Russian Roulette with has lost. I've killed off almost half a dozen lovable cartoon characters. Mm, but I have the power of the Jedi, I do. Your, your power of the Jedi can't be that good. You, you can't even speak four words. Mm, making fun of me, you are. Yeah, I am, I guess, because you're going to be dead in a few minutes if you want to carry through with this Russian Roulette fiasco. Get it on, we must, sucker. Okay, so you think you can beat me just because you got your Jedi? Mm. Ass your kick, I will. Okay, let's go, huh? Who who's gonna go first, huh? First you go, you will. Okay, give me the gun. Here we go. Ready? Look at this. I got it to my head. Come on, do the call. Do the call. Mow. 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 Mao! Mmm! Mao! There, see? Nothing. I never lose. You sure you want to do this? Mmm! Put up or shut up, sucker! Hey, you just spoke forward there. Mmm! Here, put the gun to your head. Come on, ready? Mao! 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 Mmm! Die, I did not, I didn't! Okay, what's going to happen? I'm telling you. Mmm, turn is yours it is. Okay, here we go again. Mmm, mow. Mow. Mmm, mow. Mow. May the force be mow you. See, nothing. Back to you, Yoda. Mmm. Mow. 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 Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Yoda. Oh, somebody come in and clean up this relish. What? No, I don't want any more. This this Russian roulette has to stop. We've just lost another icon. A little green peach fuzz covered onion sack wearing hangnail bad tooth. Maybe it is good we got rid of it. No, no. This is sad. No more Russian roulette. I'm done here on the Harland Highway. So someone get a vacuum. Okay, weird topic right out of the gate. But um, have you ever... Oh, by the way, this is Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Good to have you on board. I almost, you know, forgot to introduce myself, which isn't uh, proper manners. You know, I should do a formal introduction and then step into the show, not vice versa. That's selfish and inconsiderate. So let me do a formal introduction. Hello, I'm Holland Williams. Welcome to the Holland Highway. We're so very happy to have you here. Won't you please have a crumpet 
and some Darjeeling tea, darling. Yes, there you go. You comfy? Good. Now let me, let me pick the grease from under your toenails and get you all comfy, cozy, darling. And then we'll step right into the show, shall we? Okay, there. I did it right. Screw you. Um. But what I was going to talk, you know what? I can't even remember what my topic is now. I went ahead and did all that crap. I tried to be the gentleman, and I forgot my topic. But you know what? I just remembered it because I started off with saying weird topic to open the show, but I have to bring this up. Have you ever met someone with a tracheotomy? And I just sniffled through my nose because if I had a tracheotomy, I would sniffle through my throat hole. It's an odd thing, isn't it, to see someone with a hole in the middle of their throat? I mean, it's hard enough to stand there, and this is for the guys, to stand there and look a woman in the eye who's got her cleavage showing and some giant, juicy, wonderful breasts just hanging there for our viewing pleasure. It's it's hard for a man to keep his eyes on her face. You've heard the old saying, uh, my eyes are up here. Yeah, I know your eyes are up there, but your boobs are down here. And, uh, you know, if I have to pick one of the four, uh, I'd rather look into your big juicy boobs than into your eyes because eyes are the window to the soul. And boobs are the window to my boyhood fantasies, okay? But it's hard enough for us to focus on your face, ladies, when you got your breasts jangling there. But there's one thing that makes it even harder to focus on someone's face, and that's when they've got a gaping, round manhole in the center of their throat where you can see into their body. Yeah, it, it, it's and and I'm not begrudging anyone who has a tracheotomy, okay? God bless you. You probably survived a cancer or a throat infection or something. I would not want to make fun of that. But you have to admit if you're out there with a tracheotomy right now, you know, the fact that a moth could fly into your and land on your lungs or your kidney. It's just odd. You know, the eyes are the window to the soul. No, a tracheotomy is the window to the soul. I can see right through to the back of your spine. I can see right into you. This isn't a pinhead of a hole. This is like the size of a silver dollar. I can see your flesh. I can see your organs. It's, It's like... It's almost like an episode of that horror movie, Hellraiser, where people are just walking flesh and anatomy. And again, I'm sorry if you have a tracheotomy hole, but it's, it's, it's a shocking thing. God forbid any of us get one. But it certainly is something that needs to be commented on because it's so extreme. And as a comedian, do I try to look for a little humor in it? Okay, yeah. I hope I don't hurt anybody's feelings. I hope if you have one, you can laugh along or toot along or blow water along. I don't know. Is it a blowhole, maybe? What if people, oh, my God, 
Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Becky. Okay, this theory just popped into my big, fat, greasy head. What if people with tracheotomies aren't really people? What if people with tracheotomies are a rare species of land dolphin? And tracheotomy holes aren't tracheotomy holes. They're blowholes. It's how they expel the excess salt and the spray and the liquids that get into their blowhole when they're hunting for tuna. Oh, my God. I think as research, I'm going to keep my eye on sushi restaurants and see how many people frequent the sushi joints that have blowholes. Yes, that's it. They're land dolphins. Oh, well. Hey, it, got, it could happen to any of us. But it is, it is odd, again, that, that someone has an actual hole into their human body. I'd be afraid to play golf if I had a tracheotomy. I mean, just what if, you know? Life is full of what ifs. But what if some dumbass from Minnesota was on the seventh hole and he's like, I've never played golf before. Is this how you do it? That that ball ends right in your tracheotomy hole. I think there was an episode of Seinfeld once where uh, Kramer shot a golf ball into a whale's blowhole or something. Maybe it's it's, it's that. I wouldn't play golf if I had a tracheotomy hole. And what else? Hot dogs? I don't know. Maybe a hot dog would be just right, you know? You could take it out of the bun and just boop, just slide it right down your throat. No chewing. No messy mustard all over your lips. And, you know, that hot dog breath you get after you eat a hot dog. Just take the wiener right out of the bun and just... Just stick it right in the old tracheotomy hole. I don't know. All of a sudden, something became very sexual about that. Ugh. Well, if you do have a tracheotomy hole, God bless you. Uh, keep it keep it well. I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm doing a greeting for tracheotomy hole people. I recommend putting a little screen door on it or a filter or a, you know, like a tea bag or something to keep keep the critters out at least. And stay off the golf course. For... Hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams with another friendly tip. Remember, even though it's summer, it certainly does get cold at night. Don't get caught catching a summer chill as the sun goes down and the moon comes up. If you find yourself getting a little chilly on one of those colder summer nights and you don't want to turn the heater on and warm the whole house, you just want to get your body warm, here's what you do. Unplug your laptop computer. Shove it down your pants. 
just leave it there until the battery runs out. That battery should last for a good three to seven hours, giving off just enough heat to keep your important areas nice and warm. Yes, laptop heaters. This summer, just another friendly tip from me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harland Highway. God, I bought a uh, new telephone for the house. You know, they, they design these telephones nowadays so that they last about, you know, I don't know, they usually last about two, three years. And I think the manufacturers actually integrate the flaws into the technology so that, you know, if you press uh, the number six on your keypad over 2,000 times, on press 2001, it dies. Like, honest to God, I have I have phones where certain numbers just die. Like, I can't press them anymore. Like, the 5 and the 2 and the 7 are great. It's like, boop, 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 boop. But the 9, nothing. Just dead. Just went to 9 heaven. Boop, 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 boop. Three, six, four, seven, nine, nine, nine. Okay. Time for a new phone, right? You've all had it happen. So I go and buy a new phone, and I open the box, and I guess I should read the box better. But, uh, well, look at that. There's the phone right there. It's getting pissed at me. It's ringing at me. Can you believe it? It's It heard me talking about it, and it's pissed. Actually, it's Domino's. i got to get this. Hold on. Hello? Come on up. <laughs> All right. So uh, I just, uh, I've been gone for about an hour, okay? <laughs> that was a real phone call. That was kind of bizarre that I was talking about my phone, and it rang. That's how creepy technology's getting. It's like, uh-uh, girlfriend, don't you be talking about me. Ring, 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 ring. So that was a real phone call that came in. Out of all the topics in the world I could have been talking about, it was phones and how I was getting a new phone. And that was my new phone ringing at me as if to say, hey, I'm right here. I can hear you, mofo. Um... But it was Domino's, and so I took a little break, had a pizza, well, part of a pizza. I'm not a girl. I don't eat the whole pizza in one sitting. (laughs) That should get the girls fired up. I sat there, uh, ate some pizza, watched um, a little bit of Into the Wild, the Sean Penn movie, about the disgruntled kid that hates society and goes off into the Alaskan wilderness and eats some poison berries and dies. <laughs> Serves you right. Hey, I worked in the bush. I know how unforgiving nature can be. But that's that's fodder for another show, another time. I have to get back to my phone because it's glaring at me as if to say, go ahead, finish the bit. You better be, say something nice about me, man. All right, phone, Here's I'll look right at you while I'm talking. Here's what happened. I bought a new phone. I should have read the box better. I get home. I open the box. And yes, there's my phone. And then there's like 93 like extra phones in there. Um, 
you know, like what do they call them? Uh, what what's the term they use? Like uh, auxiliary phones or something? I don't know. People who work for phone companies are probably going to be pissed. But extra phones—they give you extensions, and they they gave me so many. I don't know where to put them. I've literally got a phone like on my desk, and then there's a chair. And then over at my little studio where I do my radio show here is another phone, like, literally about nine feet away. I put one down in the garage. I put one in the living room. I put one in my car. I put one at my neighbor's house. I put one in the lawnmower. I put one in the wheelbarrow. I put one in the septic tank. I put one in the trash compactor. I put one in the dryer, and I put one, I had it surgically implanted under my shoulder blade. So I still have 23 phones to give away. If you need one, let me know. (laughs) But, wow, they give you a lot of phones. And I guess, you know, from what I was talking about earlier, how the numbers just die on you. They have a stroke. Beep, beep, beep. Maybe it's good I have 89 phones because now I don't have to worry about getting another one when when these 73 die. Anyways, there is a little fly buzzing around my face. It's like a fruit fly or something. And it makes me a little self-conscious. Am I fruity? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Do I have an effervescence there, fly? Do Do I reek of of spring pear and tangerine oil. I don't know. Is that a bad sign when you have a fly flying around you? Does it mean you're like borderline dead? Don't flies usually come in when you're like carrying? I don't know. I'm a little nervous. So let me take a little break. Go look in the mirror and make sure I'm not dying. And, uh, I'm going to go breastfeed my new phone just to keep it happy. And in the meantime, uh, let's listen to some some phone calls from some of the listeners here with me, Harland Williams, on the Harland Highway. Hey, Harland Williams with you here on the Harland Highway. And about two weeks ago, I sent out the probing question, how do you get waterproof mascara off your face? I asked you to call in, listen to some of the insightful answers I got. The way you get mascara off is with Vaseline or and you don't use turpentine. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Okay, yeah, my bad. I thought that you might use turpentine to get it off because, you know, if water and soap can't get it off, I, I was wrong. Okay, I'm not a girl. Who else we got? Uh, you get waterproof mascara off by using um, makeup remover, eye makeup remover. Okay, thanks there, sexy. Next message. There is an emollient from CoverGirl. All you do is put it on your finger, rub it in, and it melts that stuff away. So you wanted to know? That's your answer. Have a good day. Bye. Mm. Huh, so friendly. Hello, Harlan. Use Vaseline. Vaseline's good for everything. Vaseline will get mascara. You have a good Harlan. Hey, lady. 
Okay, thanks for that one, Road Rager. Hey, Harlan, it's Tam. Uh, take waterproof mascara off. You need either Vaseline or they have special creams uh, that they make that you can put on there. Anyway, bye. Well, there's that Vaseline again. I heard Vaseline's good for everything. Vaseline's good for everything. Okay, okay. How am I supposed to know Vaseline's good for everything? I mean, it's not like I've ever used it for anything. I mean, right, guys? We we don't know what Vaseline does, right, guys? Hey, Harlan. I'm responding to what, how you get mascara off. My first question is why you would want to know that. And second of all, it's called Eye Makeup Remover by Harlan. Okay, I'm not the smartest guy on the tree when it comes to eye makeup remover, but can you give me the answer with a little less attitude, please? Eye makeup remover. Okay, yeah, thanks. That was much better. Appreciate it. Hey, how you get that makeup off is... Makeup remover. Every girl knows that. Okay, well, thanks there, Betty Grable. There you go, folks. The way you get eye makeup remover off is with eye makeup remover. Sorry for wasting your time. Maybe tomorrow I'll ask a probing question like, how do uh, fat girls get into jeans that are two sizes too small? Vaseline. Vaseline's good for everything. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Every girl knows that. God, I appreciate you ladies and your makeup. It's too bad there there even is makeup remover. Like, you know, no offense, but you usually look really good with makeup on. I mean, I, I like a girl who looks great au naturel. Don't get me wrong. There's something really uh, refreshing about a beautiful apple pie-faced girl with freckles and nice brown eyes and that all-American girl look, but you put that makeup on, man, and it does something. It's like, ooh, you put the right eyeshadow on and the lipstick and the foundation and the cellulite sealer. (laughs) Okay, that's going too far, but I appreciate the effort is what I'm saying. I like it, man. I I like a girl in some nice makeup, and uh, I know it's not easy, all the grooming and the preening that you ladies do. Um, I had to do a movie a couple of years ago. Not a couple of years, probably about five years ago now. Wow, is it that long? Yikes! I did a movie for Disney called Sorority Boys, and basically it was about me and these two other guys that infiltrate a girl's sorority and we do that by becoming girls we put on the wigs and the dresses and the fake boobs and the heels and i guess the makeup guy on the film thought oh well if they're going to dress up like women we better wax their whole bodies so that they really do look like women and we were like but wait a minute aren't we men for half the movie and women for half the movie and aren't we wearing dresses it's not like you're gonna see our naked bodies and he was one of these guys that was just kind of stuck in his way says oh no we've got to wax you so not wanting to be you know trouble for the big disney conglomerate 
me and the other two guys, Barry Watson and Michael Rosenbaum, we were like, okay, wax us. And man, alive, baby. They took us to some creepy joint. It looked like one of those weird palm reader houses, you know? Psychic readings, twelve ninety nine. You're about to be hairless. Wow, I wish you'd told me. I would have thrown the audition. I mean, these guys waxed my legs. They waxed our chests. They waxed our arms. They waxed our pits. They waxed our groins. I mean, I think this makeup guy was just either getting off on it or he just hated actors. He'd grown to hate snooty actors over the years. And he's like, now it's time for a little payback. I'm going to get all the hair rip off of these boys. Make them real pretty like hairless chihuahuas. Yeah, it hurt like South Korean barbecue, whatever that means. Wow. So what I'm saying is, ladies, I know what it's like to go through what you went through. And then on top of that, I had to sit in the chair, in the makeup chair, because I was playing a woman. I've actually done it for a couple of movies. I did another movie called Mr. Head Mistress for Disney. What's going on with Disney wanting guys to dress up like ladies? I just thought of that. But, oh, my God, the makeup, the lipstick, the uh, eyeshadow, the hair, just the hair alone is its own entity. I mean, us guys wake up, we run our fingers through it, we're off to the races, man. Get me a seated IHOP. Get me the USA Today. Let's rock and roll. You girls wake up and you're like you're like Picassos. You're like you're like Dali's. You're like Rembrandt's. You, you got a. It's like a work of art in progress. You wake up and you have to envision your hair and you have to. Oh, you just have to put in the time and sculpt it. So. My hat's off to you ladies. Thank you for the effort. You are delicious. We love it. And, uh, you know, if there's anything I can do to look prettier for you, just let me know. Shoot me an email. Uh, I don't want to get into a leather outfit. Um, I don't want to uh, wear pink. But if you want to write me and tell me what you think might be um, pretty in a macho way, okay, I'm all up for that. So you can write me at harlowilliams.com. Write me a nice letter. I might read it on the podcast here. And um, that's it. That's today's show. We're going to end it right there with visions of you. Picturing me being waxed. And I just hope for my sake that no bed bugs, dust mites, or wood ticks were listening to the show because to them, I'm just fresh meat. I'm hairless meat that they would just like to eat up. No hair, no obstructions. Get to the meat. Yeah, I'll wake up in the Lyme disease ward, thanks to Disney and the sorority boys. All right, that's it. I'm out of here. Hong Kong, toot toot, beep beep. This is the Harland Highway, and I'm your host, Harland Williams. And we will catch you next time. Ta-ta!
You're riding home with Harlan Williams. Every girl knows that.